The Charlotte Ledger Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Hey, it's Christina Bowling with the Charlotte Ledger, and you're listening to the Charlotte Ledger Podcast. You can find out more about the Charlotte Ledger and subscribe to one of our newsletters by going to charlotteledger.com. I'm joined today by Rick Matthew, president of Johnson & Wales University's Charlotte campus. He arrived at Johnson & Wales in January of 2023, and before that, he was the dean of the McCall College of Business at Queen's University. We're excited to have him on the podcast to talk about what's new at Johnson & Wales, the state of higher education, and how Johnson & Wales fits into the greater Charlotte community. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's great to be here on the campus mm -hmm. of Johnson & Wales. And I wanted just to get to know first a little bit about you, mm -hmm. how you got into higher education. I know you've been pretty new. You're pretty new at yeah. this role. Uh -huh. So tell me about what brought you into higher education and, and some of your stops along the way that led you to being here. Okay, good. Well, welcome. Thank you, Christine, for having me this morning. Let me begin before I talk about myself by just saying something real quick about Johnson and Wales. You know, Johnson and Wales is focused on delivering an exceptional education uh, where we inspire professional success and personal growth. And that mission, we live it here, and it is what I've, I've been all about my whole career. So if we want to talk, my, my career has been 30 plus years in higher education, starting at, at a state university at UNC Wilmington as a professor. And I've, I've risen through the academic ranks, if you will, at both public and private, urban and rural universities. And what we're doing here at Johnson Wales around really focusing on delivering a, an education for our individual students and in truly inspiring them towards professional success really resonates with my, my career. I most recently, before coming here to Johnson and Wales six months ago, so in January, I started here on the Charlotte campus. I had been at Queen's University in the McCall School of Business as the Dean of the Business School. And so collaborating with and working with industry to build academic programs, to grow academic programs has really always been part of something that, that I've I done and I care about. And doing that in Charlotte, North Carolina is, is exceptional. This, this city is a great city a great place. It's a place of opportunity. It's a place of diversity. And it's a, it's a place of growth. I couldn't ask for a better place to, to be continuing my academic career. Did you always know you wanted to forge a career in higher education? Yeah. So just a little bit, uh, my, my extended family is a family of entrepreneurs and small business owners but all of them heavily interested in education and higher education. And my, my father was a World War II veteran who served as the Associate Academic Dean of the U.S. Naval Academy for years. And so I grew up in an academic environment in Annapolis, Maryland, around the Naval Academy. So put, put the two and two together, entrepreneurship, business, higher ed, and yeah, that kind of led, led me on my path. 
So when you came to Charlotte, you were leaving a pretty big school, uh -huh. James Madison University in Virginia, yes. and then moving to Queens, which yes. was this much smaller school. Uh -huh. What was that sort of transition like? And did you always know you wanted kind of to get experiences in both sizes of schools? Yeah. Well, so yes, I've been at both public institutions. James Madison, a great university, 20,000 students, public, moving to Charlotte, Queens University, a private school. And and yes, I mean, I what I knew and know about my interest in higher ed is really being able to deliver that personalized education where we care about every student. And I will say James Madison does a fine job with that, but I, I think at some of our private institutions, we do an even better job of making sure that every one of our students is valued and educated and, and we you know help them along their journey. We talked about a little bit about your background. Tell me about the what Johnson Wales looks like right now in uh -huh. terms of its size and you know its what its focuses are right okay. now. Well, the, the first and foremost thing to understand about Johnson Wales is it's a comprehensive university with over eight thousand students with two campuses. So this campus here in Charlotte has about twelve hundred students traditional undergraduates on our campus. It's important to know that, though that they are part of a much larger university system and, and with over 125,000 alums throughout the world. On this campus right here, we, are, we came to Charlotte, North Carolina 20 years ago. We were recruited to come to Charlotte, North Carolina 20 years ago to help build the culinary arts, to build the hospitality that we see here in Charlotte today. And I think we see lots of evidence that that indeed has taken place. We have wonderful restaurants, hotels, convention centers here in town. And so we, we feel like we've been a strong part of that, that success here in Charlotte. If we look towards the future, we will continue to build off of the culinary arts, but here, here's what I would say to you. When I'm talking to people like yourself and I'm talking about food, within minutes we're talking about health and wellness, or we're talking about entrepreneurship and small business, and that's really at the heart of where we're gonna be going in the future. We're gonna continue to build on our strength in food uh, but we're going to be launching a nursing program. But when we talk about nursing, there's going to be a nutritional aspect, a food aspect to the program that, that'll be a little bit different than others. Uh, when we talk about uh, business and entrepreneurship, we have many of our uh, students, alumni, who are the owners of their own restaurants, own businesses, mm -hmm. and we're proud of the work we've done to help them launch, launch their their businesses. And so what I would say as we move forward, uh, you'll see this campus and Johnson Wales overall continue to build off of this, off of food and hospitality and, and more integrate into the whole holistic health and wellness of, of people. Interesting about the nursing school. I, yes. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, well, it's it's too, it's coming. Okay. And so it's not here yet. It's in the approval process, but we feel quite strongly about it. And we feel like it meshes very well with our focus on supporting the Charlotte community. 
Obviously, there's a need for more nurses, but we think we also have something just a little bit different than some of some of the other nursing programs here in town. When you talk about students here being part of that larger university, you're talking about the school based in Providence, yes. the fact uh -huh. that you're based in Providence. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, and so there's the two campuses. So we have the two campuses, and we are, you know, we have our distinct characteristics of our campus here. We're proud of our Charlotte campus and, and the traditions we have here on this campus. But we are, it's also important to know that we're part of something bigger, which, which allows for more opportunities, more networking. And so we're excited about that. And so we're, oh, we are a comprehensive university. So we have graduate programs. We have adult learning programs. Up to this point, we've chosen not to focus on graduate programs on this campus, but they, they, could, they could be coming down the road as we look ahead. Got it. I guess when I think about, I remember when Johnson & Wales first came mm -hmm. to Charlotte and the, like you were talking about, the focus being people, a lot of excitement about what mm -hmm. it would do for the culinary scene in Charlotte. Yes. And you saw restaurants popping up and chefs uh, who yes. were grown here, you know. In terms of what you see as the focus is, would you say the primary focus is still food here, that industry, the culinary industry? Well, let, let me begin by saying that the, the most rewarding part of my job right now is when my wife and I go out and eat. And if I just tell the, the waiter or waitress that I'm, I'm from Johnson and Wales, there is someone in that kitchen and maybe the owner that's from Johnson and Wales. And so we, it, it's obvious that we, we've permeated the, the Charlotte culinary scene. Uh, yeah, you want to build off your strength, and so it is a strength. It's something we're known for, but but we are we also are known for more than just that. We have a strong business program, and we have in the spring we had a career fair on campus. We had 92 companies in our gymnasium here on campus hiring our students. They understand the work ethic of our students, and we're very proud of that. We, we prepare our students to work, and that includes, so they have a strong work ethic and strong skills in, in their field. Just to switch gears a little bit, I know um, there's been just a lot of leadership transition uh, change yeah. here. And um, I know a lot of, in the president's role, your seat has yeah. been filled by <laughs> many different individuals. Uh, and so I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that, what it's like to come into a role where there has been a lot uh -huh. of change and sort of what your sort of perspective is on navigating that and uh -huh. looking at stability for an institution. So what I can tell you is I want stability is important. I, I plan to be here to lead us through the, the next 10 years. We have what drew me to this is the strong leadership that we have on this campus and in Providence. But if I start with this campus, I mean, we have, even though the president may have rotated. Uh, people like Mark Norman, who's our chief of operations, our Trudy Lacey, who is our athletic director, Brian Hull, who's in charge of campus safety and security. These are people who have been here for a long time and really have kept this campus strong and going. In my role as the president, you know, being visible is really important, both on campus. So this morning I, I met with our incoming resident assistant. These are student leaders. I met with them this morning. But tomorrow, early next week, I'll be visiting the Charlotte uh, History Museum. 
doing my external work. So being a visible presence both in the community and on campus really is an important role. And, and then our leadership in Providence. We are one university and we have strong leadership in our chancellor's office. We have a strong financial model for the campus. And so all, all is looking good for stability and growth. And not just stability, but growth for the campus. That's good uh, to hear that there's been just, in, like you're saying, in those all those important leadership roles yes. have been sort of a lot of yes. same. Yeah, and, and for example, we've brought in a couple of new, so on our, our leadership team here on campus, we brought in Courtney Campbell in, in admissions. She came from UNC Asheville, where has a strong program. And then we brought in a new dean of students, Dina Warren from uh, Kaiser University in Florida. So we have a really strong leadership team, and I'm excited about the future. Let's talk about, I know that, that looking at the academic sort of world, right now you hear some things that are challenging for small colleges. Some uh -huh. small colleges are facing declining enrollments and things yeah. like that. To talk about what you see as being the big picture of what's going on and how it's playing out at Johnson yeah. & Wales. I think it's so important that any university, any institution of higher learning sort of know their place in the world. And I am so excited about Charlotte. You're in my office right now. I get to look out at the gold, the gold City Links line, the streetcar. It reminds me every day that we're Johnson Wales is connected to Johnson C. Smith, to Central Piedmont, to Novant Hospital, and then to Uptown, where I mean we are minutes on the streetcar from Uptown, where we've got. Wake Forest MBA program. We now have the UNC Chapel Hill program. And you know, the larger Charlotte University community with Queens University of Charlotte and Wake Forest and Atrium and the Pearl Innovation District. I'm just so, so we have a place, Johnson Wales has a place in that environment, but there are so many opportunities I feel like for us as institutions of higher learning to, to work together. You know, our expertise in hospitality, food, nutrition, and, and that, you know, we all bring something different to the table. And, and I must mention our colleagues at UNC Charlotte, and then UNC Charlotte's right up the Blue Links line, and they, they're the major player in town around higher ed, and that's a good thing to have a strong public institution here in the city. Uh, the opportunities to work together are, are amazing. Do you feel like more students are choosing larger schools these days than smaller schools? There's interesting dynamics. What, what I will say is there's a value proposition at every school. I think the challenge for the big public schools is they are, we all face financial challenges of different sorts. The challenges for a big public institution is they, they're being asked to scale their operations. And so many of them have very large classes, which may be suitable for some students, you know, very large classes with 100, 200 students in them. By definition, they're almost forced to do that. Smaller private institutions, there's a place for that. Uh, smaller, I mean, we, our typical classes are between 15 and 20 students. So that is a different educational environment for students. And all of us have to keep our costs under control. We, if, 
if you have children and in, in, in higher education, you know, it can be an expensive proposition. So us keeping our prices affordable and our costs under control are a, a big challenge for all of us, but we're, we're going to move forward. <laughs> what are some of the things you're most excited about that are coming down the pike? Well, I am always excited about experiential education. And I realize the word experiential education is educational speak. So I'll try to, it, it is internships, it's, it's working, it is co-ops, it is embedding experience into every classroom and getting away from just the textbooks and multiple choice questions, but getting you into really applied learning, applied projects. We do a great, we do a really good job here at Johnson and Wales with that. Starting in our culinary labs, uh, but we also have science labs and our new nursing lab, and just seeing the collaboration and that type of hands-on learning that takes place. Our internships are designed so that you're not just going and doing an internship, but you're coming back and reflecting on that. What did I learn in my internship and how do I apply it? And then I bring that back to class. So that's what excites me. And, and uh, yeah, we'll be launching, like I, like I said, we will be launching a new nursing program here shortly. Uh, a program in exercise and sports science will be coming along. So yeah, I'm I'm ex I'm excited about the future. Do but, you know when yeah. the nursing program will launch, or not been decided yet? Not been it's decided. it's it's in the final stages of uh, approval from the state of North Carolina. Got it. I know um, enrollment has changed a little bit, yeah. gone from the two thousands to the one thousands. Is that going to maybe boost it back up? Do you think is that part of the design? Well, or? so co COVID hit everyone hard. And I, I think in particular for many private institutions, it was a time to reflect and, and adjust. My whole career though has been about growth. So I believe that if we offer the right programs and with the right outcomes, and by that, not, not just helping students get a job, but helping them be launched into careers where they will very quickly move into leadership and management roles, word of mouth spreads, and we'll see, we'll see growth. But, and, and I think that's really important to say, when someone invests in a four-year education, it's really not just about getting a job. It really is. I have found that if, if, you're, if you have some talent and you get that first job and you have a four-year degree, very quickly, Someone's going to ask you to take a leadership role of some sort. Can you can you take can you go do this project for us or can you lead this group on this project? And we we feel like we'll we'll have our students prepare. We do have our students prepared to take those roles. We were talking about that a little bit as you and I were walking up here uh -huh, to uh -huh. your office about how it's so important now to not only be like technically proficient oh, and yeah. good, but also having those soft skills. So yes. is that, it sounds like that's kind of one of the focuses. Yeah, and I would say one of the real strengths of this institution is we're very diverse. I mean, learning to work and collaborate effectively with people who don't necessarily look like you, think like you is, so important in this world today, and we're 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 a living laboratory of that, and we that's one of our true strengths. 
What are some of the, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but what are some of the reasons why students choose smaller universities to go to get their education? Yeah, it, I'd say twofold. One, they do want more of the personalized attention and knowing that you're, you're not, and I know it's a cliche, not, you're not just a number. And it is ultimately about everybody. I will tell you, here's been my experience. If a student goes to a big school, you can, you can have an outstanding experience. You get involved in clubs, newspapers, athletics or whatever, and you, and, or you're just a per, an outgoing person and you kind of get engaged and that propels you forward. But for every one person like that at a big state school, there might be two or three who don't do those things. And, and so at a small school, you're pretty much propelled into these one way or another leadership roles, opportunities to, to not just be a fly on the wall, but to be engaged. As a matter of fact, you can't at a small school. I tell this to the professors that we have. I said, you as a professor have the opportunity, to, you will know all your students. And students, the professors will know you. You can't hide, a student can't hide, yeah. and a professor can't hide yeah. behind the lectern. So it really is an active and engaged learning process. And that may not be for everybody, but for those who want that, it's a real opportunity. So you've been in this role for about six months or so. Mm -hmm. Have you become more of a foodie? Or were you a foodie oh, yes. when you got here? Or uh, uh, what have you learned? I did. Oh, I've become much more of a foodie. Probably the biggest learning curve I've had is uh, around learning the whole foodie world. Okay. And, and also its intersection with health and wellness okay. and nutrition. And, and uh, but yeah, it, it, that's been an exciting and fun part of the job. And we, we have here at Johnson Wales a long established group called the Epicurean Society. These are folks where we, we bring in the celebrity chefs from around the country to come in and serve up five course meals. The, our Epicurean Society members are strong supporters of the university and the, the money that we raise from these Epicurean Society dinners go to scholarships for our students. And so we all realize that anything we can do to make education more affordable for our students is a top priority. But we like to have food when we, when we do that. <laughs> Being here in Johnson & Wales, we're sort of right in the heart of Third Ward. Yes. Um, with, you know, just, just an interesting part of Charlotte with Gateway uh -huh. Village and we're kind yes. of near the Panthers Park facility. How would you say that Johnson & Wales kind of fits into this part of uh -huh. town? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because you're absolutely right. We are in, in the middle of the third ward of Charlotte. It has its own interesting dynamics. We're partners with Bank of America right across the street in the beautiful Gateway Village. And so we're kind of in the heart and center there. And I think we have a role to play about lifting this community, making sure that it stays strong. And part of the, the exciting part of, of this job is getting to know the neighbors, know the community, and make sure that we, we're good neighbors and good citizens here. How many students live on, in, on campus in this area? So we have 
about 600, 700 students living on campus. And so, and we look to grow that, we look to grow that, but that's a large number of students and they, they are good consumers for the local industry here, the, the restaurants and the pubs and, and that sort of thing. And they, they love being part of the Charlotte life. They, they go to the concerts and the sporting events and that sort of thing. So it, it's their good, good part of the community. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. The Charlotte Ledger podcast is produced by Lindsay Banks. You can find out more about the Charlotte Ledger at thecharlotteledger.com. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. Queen